You're listening to the Michael Papinjack Show. All right, hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to TMPS 74. Yeah, it is 2018. This is the first show of 2018. Can you believe it? I remember when it was the year 2000. We were all like Y2K, and the world's going to end, and all the nuclear missiles are going to go off, and we're all going to die, and uh, all these computer systems are going to crash, and all this stuff. Now it's 2018. We're still here. Donald Trump is president. What the fuck happened? Holy crap, people. Wow. And I've done 74 shows. This is now TMPS 74. All right. Uh, so I'm actually doing a solo show. I'm doing a solo show right now. Um, it's, it's just me um, because it has been quite a uh, week or so for me with the end of December and the Lexus December to remember event. Now, Julie Perry, I, I have Facebook Live up because I am alone, so I get a little lonely on these shows that I do by myself. So Facebook Live is up at the moment. And Julie Perry, our biggest fan here at TMPS, is um, watching. And she says, Happy New Year, Michael. Happy New Year to you, Julie. Julie, what did you do um, for, for New Year's Eve? Because I have a really shitty New, New Year's Eve story, to be completely honest. I had a uh, pretty crappy New, New Year's Eve. Um, it was not what I expected or what I wanted it to be. But... That is what it is, and there's not much that I could do about it. At 33 years old, I just don't have the kind of all-night stamina that maybe a younger person has as far as uh, staying up all night or waiting for the ball to drop. She just hung out with some friends. See, that's what I was doing, Julie. So this is what this is New Year's Eve for me. So December, of course, is the busiest month for not only Lexus, but pretty much all call, uh, car uh, dealerships and manufacturers. It's when the biggest sales are going out. It's the end of the model year. So um, so everyone's trying to push their, for this year, two, 2017s out to make room for all the 2018s, et cetera, et cetera. And so we had a very busy time, really good incentives, great deals. It was the you know best time to get a Lexus. And so, you know... Uh, New Year's, uh, or yeah, yeah, New Year's Eve comes up, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to have a party. Uh, all I want to do is be in my house, relaxing with my closest friends here in Pittsburgh, uh, drink whatever I want because I don't have to drive, and all my friends could just crash um, at my place if they can't drive. I got pullout beds, I got couches, um, you know, I have a queen bed, and it's just me. There's some room in there for, for some other people. And, uh, but so I'm planning this party, we're getting things going. And New Year's Eve, everybody cancels. No one comes to my party. So I obviously didn't have it. And Cam, who's been on the show, Cam and I went out to Bamboo Bar, my favorite place. Okay, so I was at Bamboo Bar the other night by myself. I just really wanted to go. And I sit down. I say hi to the bartender. And she's making a drink. I'm assuming for someone else, she gets done making the drink and she puts it in front of me. A double Captain and Coke, which is my drink when I go to Bamboo Bar. And I have reached like the cheers where everybody knows your name status. 
the norm status at Bamboo of when I sit down, um, she brings me my drink. I could not believe it. I I could not believe it, and I thought, wow, this is the moment. This is the moment for me when this is my spot. You know, this is my cheers. Bamboo is where I go to get drinks, and people know my name. It's where everybody knows my name. I don't get carded. They don't question my, my presence, and without even saying a word, upon my arrival... My drink is ready to go. So anyway, I go to Bamboo with Cam and uh, some other people. I get introduced to this really cute girl, and she's digging that I'm an opera singer and stuff. But I got to tell you something. Uh, I was just really fuming and not very happy that my party didn't happen. Now, here's the deal. Let's lay all the facts out there. I did not plan this party a month ago. I'm not like that. I can't plan a month in advance. I know that a bunch of people that I know are doing the same shit that I'm doing, and I'm thinking, well, why don't we just have a party at my place? There were a few people who were getting it together. They were like, hey, we're going to invite these people, and these people are coming, and I had people. I made a Facebook event. People RSCP to the Facebook event. Like, okay, I'm going to have this many people. I got chips. My mother came up to clean my apartment, to, and she brought me chips and candy and and drinks and extra stuff that she had left over from all of our Christmas festivities um, in the Papinchak household, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like ready to go. My c- floor was clean. Everything was ready. My powder room, and, excuse me, in my uh, uh, first floor. I Listen, I, I just had some Chinese food. I had some Jimmy Wan's. Uh, shout out to uh, Jimmy Wan's, which is the best Chinese food in Pittsburgh, hands down. I had some pork dumplings, pan-fried, beef and broccoli with white rice, and a Sapporo. And um, I'm just I'm I'm uh, uh, now talking a lot and uh, using my diaphragm a lot, and it's uh, it's disturbing the force here with uh, um, all of this uh, Chinese food that I just ate. But anyway, I was ready to go, and I'm 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 out with friends. Um, we're you know we're drinking at this bar. I'm meeting these cute girls. Everything's going great. It's, you know, totally fine, but I'm just mad. I'm mad because I literally have a house full of booze, pop for mixers. I have three or like five bottles of white wine, three bottles of red wine. And these girls, I'm like, I'm talking, I just met these girls, right? Um, I knew Cam and a couple other people, but with them were some other people. And I said, guys, why don't we just go back to my apartment and drink for free. Like, I just paid 30-some-odd bucks for drinks because I bought myself a drink, some other... I, I I literally have already spent this money on drinks that are back at my place. I have a house where we could watch the ball drop in peace, drink for free. If you get too drunk, sleep on my couch, leave in the morning, not a big deal. You don't have to worry about checkpoints or cops or crazy drivers. No, they all wanted to stay at the bar and keep paying to drink. And maybe I sound like a creepo. Maybe these girls like, why does this creeper with a beard that looks like my uncle want me to come back to his apartment? And it had nothing to do with anything but the fact that I was tired of being in public on New Year's Eve, paying for alcohol that I can drink for free or that I've already paid for at my apartment. And I was pissed that everyone canceled, to be completely honest. 
because I was really excited. And everyone, my 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 Christmas party got canceled. This party got canceled. I'm just I can't throw parties in Pittsburgh. In New York City, I threw parties all the time. Because in New York City, it's real easy. It's like, oh, party at Pappy's place on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Let's go there. But anyway, so my my New Year's Eve was not. It was not great. I was in bed by 10.30. This, I believe, is the first year in my life I did not watch the ball drop. I did not watch any of New Year's Rockin' Eve. I didn't watch Ryan Seacrest. Oh, Julie, please come out and drink with me. Come on, please. Please come and drink with me. I need a friend, Julie. I don't have any friends. I, I need a friend. That's what this is all boiling down to. I need a friend. That's that's what I need. I need friends, companions, uh, cohorts, comrades, uh, someone to hang out with. And Julie, come on down from the great white north. Is that what they call it? I should learn O Canada so I can uh, sing at uh, hockey games here in Pittsburgh. So when uh, Canadian teams come in, all I know is, Oh, Canada. That's all I know. That's it. Just the opening. I know the tune, but all I know is the O Canada. And do you guys sing it in French, Julie? Is it always sung in English and in French? Or is that just sometimes? I was always interested about that. Because sometimes, like, Ben Hepner, right? A really famous um, uh, Heldon tenor. Okay, someone who I kind of... Um, uh, my niece Lisa will come soon. Oh, that's really cool. Anyway, Ben Hepner's from Canada. He's a very famous Heldon tenor. I think he's he's retired now. But um, he would sing O Canada at um, at sporting events and stuff. And he would sing it in French and in, and in English. That's kind of cool. I'll have, to le- I'll have to learn that. Yeah, man, I want to sing at hockey games. I, I do Dean. This is Dean. He's a fellow tenor. Um, I, I really want to, uh, I want to like get, see, I haven't sung in a long time ever since I left New York. I, and ever actually ever since last November, I haven't really sung in a year because, um, of my surgery where I couldn't sing for months because of my, uh, diaphragm being sutured and basically my whole abdomen, you know, getting the laparoscopic stuff through my abdomen. I couldn't like really support because it was painful. So it took me months and months to get back to singing. And then I decided to move back to Pittsburgh. And then I got a job selling cars. So the only singing I do is about maybe once or twice a week, I go in my music room and I just kind of belt out some random arias and kind of yell and don't really practice per se, don't really warm up. I just kind of like go for it. And it's usually some Wagner aria. And I'm like, I should really probably warm up before doing this because it would be trying to run... I don't know, a marathon without training. You just kind of go and do it, and you hurt yourself. But anyway, I haven't, like, sung for real in a while, so I'm trying to find ways to get back into it, you know. So um, I recently met someone new here in the Pittsburgh area, and we had uh, dinner last night. And um, uh, she basically, she's an opera singer. She's done a lot of different stuff. She lives in Pittsburgh, and she she does some church work. She does private teaching, and it's kind of like I think this person came into my life at this moment to, cause I, I don't believe anything, you know, is arbitrary. Right? I think everything happens like for a reason, you know, like there's a reason things are happening when they are like, why was I introduced to this person at this time in my life? And it's because it's to tell me that 
yeah, you're making some money. You have a nice place to live. You have a job. Uh, you have a little security going on. Um, more security than you've pretty much ever had as far as me supporting myself. And But it's not music, right? It's not what you went to school for. Um, throw out a tune for us. Oh, what do you want to hear, Julie? What do you want to hear? Like, I usually sing... Um, uh, the the Meister singer von Nuremberg, like a like a Morgen mich Design von Blut und Duft Luft. I'll just leave it there because it's going to get really loud if I continue. I have no idea how that sounded to you guys. Uh, none at all. Uh, because I had to like, you know, kind of back up a bit because I have no idea what it would sound. I, I'd probably blow the mic out if I sang opera into it. But that's actually, I think, the first opera I've ever sung on my show in 74 shows. I don't really know. It's not really what I do on my show. I try not to talk about opera if I could help it. But um, uh, <laughs> thanks, Julie. That <laughs> was a little Wagner there, a uh, little Wagner. Wagner is my favorite. Man, I was uh, telling this person last night at dinner that, you know, when my teacher told me that I would never sing La Boheme, which is the whole reason why I started singing opera in the first place, um, I, I sat Shiva for like uh, three days or, or whatever, and I really considered not singing opera anymore because I couldn't perform my uh, dream role. And then he goes, and I said to him, well, what, I am, what am I going to perform? If I'm not going to be doing La Boheme... Like, what else is there to do? Now, that's kind of a stupid question. Of course, I know what else there is to do, but I meant for me specifically. And he said, well, you're most likely going to be singing uh, Wagner. And I thought, well, I don't really listen to Wagner, um, but, uh, you know, what should I listen to? So I listened to a bunch of stuff, and I really fell in love with it. And I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the prize, the prize song from Die Meistersinger von Nuremberg, but I think it's because... It's for a Wagnerian role. It's high, you know. It has a it has a higher tessitura. Well, it has a way higher tessitura than like a Zygmunt. Um, Siegfried is a high tessitura, but that's also like an impossible role and a voice destroyer. And um, the only thing from uh, Siegfried that I sing is the uh, is the forging song. Um, you know the ho 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 hi. That's fucking awesome. I fucking love the forging song. It's like really sweet. And uh, um, so, um, God, you know, there's actually this this person that I was with last night is, is I, I said to her, listen, I have to go do a show, but I really have nothing to talk about. And so um, she's been messaging me some things to talk about. Um, I'm probably way off topic. I know I was talking about something a few minutes ago, but I can't really remember what it was. It was probably about like me trying to get back into singing. I'm a, I'm a bit more, uh, you know, of course, selling cars, of course, making money, doing my job, but trying to find ways to uh, get, you know, back into really doing opera uh, and singing maybe a little bit more full-time, whether it's a church job or teaching. I would love to teach. I have a studio. I have a music studio. I, I would love, love, love to teach, but finding students 
I just, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do you find students? I'm, I'm up here in Mars. Like, I'm sure like some mothers in uh, Cranberry and Mars want their kids to learn how to sing and whatnot. Um, but um, so I have to mention a couple things about last night. One of them is we decided to go to Burgatory. Now, everyone in Pittsburgh is aware of Burgatory. Uh, probably, probably the best burger joint in Pittsburgh. I mean, let's really be honest. Where, where can you get, uh, you know, a hormone-free beef burger, a Wagyu beef burger, a bison burger, you know, a chicken burger? I'm sure they think they have a vegan burger. It's like unbelievable, right? And she messaged me because um, she's aware that I can't eat dairy. This is something that if you know me, you're aware that I, I literally cannot go anywhere near dairy. Um, it, I just can't. It's not, it's not for me. Uh, I get very ill. So she goes, you know they have vegan milkshakes. So <laughs> I say, well, obviously I'm, I'm getting a vegan milkshake. I mean, that's obviously what's going to happen in the next hour of my life is I'm going to be drinking my first milkshake in probably 15, maybe even 20 years. Maybe 20 years since I had my last milkshake. And it tasted just like a milkshake. Like, it did not taste like... Okay, so in the world of fake cheese, right, there's a company called Dea. Dea is like one of the main fake cheese providers for us non-dairy people. It, it tastes like ass. I mean, it doesn't taste like dairy at all. This, this, it just gives you like a simulation of having dairy. But this vegan milkshake legit tasted like a real milkshake. But here's the thing. So I order a, I order a, a, a vanilla milkshake. I just went classic just because that was my favorite when I was a kid. And I could, because when I was a kid, I could eat real, real dairy. So I just went with vanilla. I went with the classic. Okay. Nothing fancy. This is my first milkshake in a long time. I want to go back to my roots. It comes out with whipped cream on it. And I ask the waitress, is this whipped cream dairy-free? And she goes, I don't know. I didn't realize dairy was an issue. I said, listen, bitch, I just ordered a vegan milkshake that doesn't have any dairy in it, why would I want dairy whipped cream on top? If I could eat dairy, why wouldn't I have ordered a regular milkshake? So, of course, I knew in the back of my mind that this whipped topping on this milkshake had to be fake. Because why on earth would they serve a vegan milkshake with real dairy whipped cream on top? Because two people are ordering a vegan milkshake, a vegan and someone who is dairy-free. So she went to the back, and she confirmed that it was dairy-free. And at that point, I'm sure the person I was with was talking to me but I really wasn't listening. I was face deep into a vanilla milkshake that was literally just phenomenal. 
So that that's one thing that she reminded me to talk about. This is why you have to have people in your lives. As I have an hour here to fill. Work was crazy today. Um, January is, you know, in February are famously very boring months in the car industry. But I just have, I had two new guests. Well, two and a half. I had a new guest. I had an, I, okay, blah, blah, blah. start over. I had two appointments. That's important. Two appointments. Two people who were supposed to show up. Both of them showed up. The first one showed up a little late. So I ended up taking a new guest because... You could only wait on someone so long before you have to just move on. You have to say, okay, well, that person is probably not coming. There's a new guest. I've been asked to take the new guest. I need to make money. I need to sell cars. I'm going to take the new guest. Well, in the middle of the new guest, my appointment shows up. So I hand him off to Chris. And I say, listen, sir, this is Chris. He's going to handle your trade evaluation, et cetera, et cetera. Turns out that this this guy... (laughs) was Chris's customer anyway. The guy was like, you sold me my last car. And Chris was like, oh, yeah, I did. But when the guy came in, I guess he couldn't remember who had sold him his previous vehicle. So he just asked for help. So anyway, that turned out to be good. So I handled two I handled, I handled two appointments, which were full appointments, test drive, appraisal, numbers, everything, plus two new guests, and then that half up. So today was actually pretty busy for me. So I really didn't have any time to sit and like program. You know, because when I do, I, I have said this a million fucking times. When I when I do shows alone, I program. I, I get I get into what I'm actually going to be talking about because I just can't sit here and uh, you know just ramble on. I have to have some kind of idea of what I want to talk about, right? Uh, but when I have guests here on the uh, casting couch, I don't. I don't program because it's more just a, a conversation. So my new friend here uh, um, told me to talk about the milkshake, which I think is a great idea. And uh, she also mentioned when to, when to take down Christmas trees. That was an interesting comment. You know, everyone knows that uh, my mom uh, has uh, this year. She had eleven Christmas trees. Okay. So she literally has to start putting up Christmas trees in, like, September. That's not even a joke. September, October, November, December. She has to start getting the house ready in September. Now, does that mean they're, they have ornaments on them? They're lit? No. You know what I mean? It just means that they, they get brought up from the basement, and they get put up where they're supposed to be, and things start getting cleaned and organized, Right. So our our Christmas trees are up for quite some time. So the question she has is, when do you take them down? It, I think when you take a Christmas tree down is a very personal thing. If you think about it, we have to start putting up Christmas trees in September because of how our house is so uh, so decorated. You know what I mean? 11 trees is a lot of trees. And it's just not trees. There's Santa Clauses. There's snowmen. There's statues. There's nativity sets. There's um, uh, floral arrangements around mirrors and sconces and things. You know, it's it's quite an ordeal. All right? This isn't just some, like, this isn't just, like, a one or two tree. This is a whole house. Okay? It's really quite amazing. 
So it takes a long time. So when do you take them down? Well, it takes a long time to take them down as well. So we end up enjoying them for a lot longer than other people. But what if you have a live tree? Well, a live tree isn't going to last you three months, correct? I've never had a live tree. We're all allergic to live to live trees. I have never in my life had a live Christmas tree in my house. I don't know what it's like to have a live Christmas tree. I don't know if they last one week, two weeks, if they can last a month. If you treat them properly, they could last two months. Um, I literally have no idea. Like I, I, I couldn't even remotely tell you, but... I've heard of people who get their Christmas tree on Christmas Eve, they decorate it together on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day they open their presents and they take their a tree down. So to them, Christmas is really two days, Christmas Eve and Christmas. For me, Christmas is a season. Christmas for my family, which I absolutely love and adore, lasts months. So right now, if you go to my mom's house, I'm sure there are 11 Christmas trees up. The nativity sets are up and nothing is put away. But as we get into January, things will start to slowly come down. Bins from the basement will come up. They will get, they will get filled with ornaments and lights and Santa Clauses and things. And by the time spring rolls around, Christmas will be down. And it'll be sad because our house looks so empty without the trees. It looks so, so empty. And it's really depressing when you go from, you know, a winter Christmas wonderland to nothing. It gets really depressing. But let's say for me, I have two trees. Uh, they are not as complicated and as decorated as my mom's trees, I do have a nativity set and some other decorations around the house. What's probably going to happen is I'm just going to pick a Sunday, you know, my guaranteed day off, and I'm just going to probably take it all down. But I definitely need to assess my, my bins. See, when you, when you have this many Christmas trees and you're this into it, you have to be organized. Like, you cannot just take your trees down and throw everything into... A bin. It, you know, these are glass ornaments. They're fragile. I got a few new Christmas ornaments this year from families or from my family and friends. Excuse me. And uh, oh man, those those dumplings. They're really. Oh man, I was yawning today on a test drive. I don't know if they, this the person was boring or or what, but I was on this test drive today, and I was like, dude. I need to get some caffeine, man. Let, 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 let's head. Let's head back to the dealership and pound some Pepsi's because I'm like uh, I'm like falling asleep. You know, I'm, I'm getting all this business. I have to be honest. I'm getting a lot of business, a lot of leads, a lot of ups, and I don't feel like I'm selling shit. And I don't know if it's the time of year. I don't know if I'm checking out or I, I think I'm tired. I think that's what it is. I think I'm mentally tired. And listen, I know I just sell cars. I can't compare myself to my siblings who are literally like lawyering and doctoring and engineering and all this hard stuff. I know, but it's still work. I'm still doing something. It still takes brain power. And this is, it still takes physical power. And I think I'm, I'm not burning out per se, but I definitely feel like I need a little bit of a break, maybe like a week off to just 
decompress. A lot has been going on in my life and just kind of say, okay, selling cars, this is going on and just like take a break. But I don't know what it is. Like I, I, my mind is just like, I'm, I'm showing people the car. I'm doing the numbers. I'm talking about all the cool stuff you get from buying a car from us. And then they go, ah, well, we're going to think about it. And I'm like, man, people are doing a lot of thinking this time of year. But it is what it is. But I definitely feel like I might need a little bit of a break. But um, I'm, I'm probably going to take my, my Christmas stuff down soon. And it'll, it'll happen over time. I, I definitely don't think it's going to happen in one Sunday. I'll probably start doing it and then realize I don't have the right bins and then go to Home Depot and I'm or Lowe's and get some bins. But you know, I really want like the Christmas ones, but I'm sure they don't have them right now because it's out. Of, it's after the season. But um, you know that it is what it is. Um, so, Burgatory. The last thing she told me to mention is that uh, Burgatory has um, fortune cookies. They they give you a fortune cookie. And I thought I saved mine, but I don't know what I uh, did with it. Um, but anyway, her for, uh, her fortune cookie was something uh, uh, like to the uh, to the effect of uh, why does a burger place give fortune cookies anyway? And I really like I thought that was pretty. Um, I thought that was pretty hilarious, uh, but uh, that is kind of true. Why at the end of a meal at a burger joint are you getting fortune cookies? But I think it's uh, it's pretty spectacular. Now, I did get over New Year's, I did get myself two new cell phones. Now, everyone knows that I hated, absolutely hated my Samsung uh, S7, okay? Uh, I, Galaxy, I, I guess, Um uh, S seven. Okay. Uh, wait, why, why, hold on a second. Why is, uh, why did someone just say, I guess I'll become a golden Knights fan. Oh, is it because the penguins are probably currently shitting the bed? Cause it is Thursday night. You guys know I record on Thursday nights for a Friday show, but the, the penguins are just, uh, I, I wish Jay was here. Listen, I didn't even invite anybody to be on the show. I got off work at eight 30 I, I was tired. I ate some Chinese food. I got home and I was like, I'm just going to do a show quick and go to sleep. I mean, I'm literally exhausted, but you guys know I never miss a show. I don't miss a show. I'm a professional. I don't fucking miss a show. I'll, I'll do out if I don't care if it's one in the morning. I will sit here and give you an hour of pure, happy entertainment. TMPS, because that's what I do. Anyway, but the Penguins have been shitting the bed. Uh, everyone's like, we're going to win three in a row. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way we're going to win three in a row. Not even close. Not even close. But you never know. You never, never, ever, ever know. Um, I still don't think it's going to happen. But guess what I just said? You never know. So here's the deal. I got two new phones over the New Year's. I'm playing with my, uh, hey, Valerie, Valerie, are you alive? Are you home? Give TMPS the update. Uh, Val, uh, who, you know, um, is uh, a newbie at Lexus of North Hills, 
who recently had a baby. Congratulations. Uh, Val um, uh, was a little under the weather, and I just want to make sure that she's okay. Uh, uh, she's a new friend, a new person in my life. And she says, um, uh, she said, uh, oh, John, you'll happily talk about Samsung. So, so here's the deal. This is my old iPhone, right, which I used for work. That's now gone. It has been replaced by a Google Pixel 2. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm breaking it, apparently. I just dropped it. Here is a Google Pixel 2, which is my new work phone, which I love mostly for its simplicity. It's a very simple phone and a very easy phone to use. If you squeeze the phone, your Google Assistant will pop up and you'll be able to do things like call people and all of that stuff. Now, I can't show it to you because I'm using it for my Facebook Live, but I'm Facebook Living using a Galaxy Note 8, which is a huge improvement over my S7. I'm a huge fan of the Galaxy Note 8. Um, I have it in a Mophie case. However, when I plug the Mophie case with the phone into the charger, not using the Mophie to charge the phone, but when I go at night to charge the phone, it, the, it doesn't charge the phone. It just charges the Mophie. So there's something wrong. I have to take the phone out of the case to charge the phone, whatever. A little bit of a, a hiccup, but not a big deal. That's a Mophie thing, not a Samsung thing. So the Samsung phone itself, the Galaxy Note 8, I'm a huge fan of. I love the little stylus. I love the size. I love the little edge screen thing. Um, it's so much better and faster and smoother than my S7. I freaking love it. I now have no iPhones because this is no longer a phone. I'm using this more as an iPod, my Apple my iPhone, uh, when you hear the music in the beginning of the show, uh, it's from this uh, iPhone. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I don't, I no longer have, now I still have an iP iPad Pro. I have an iPad Pro, which I love, which I play games on um, all day long if I could. I love my iPad Pro. Um, I've never had any interest in an Android platform tablet, which is interesting. I don't really know much about them, and I don't really think I would want to get one because I like my iPad Pro and the games on it and how they look on it and how it functions. It also has, I also got that specifically because the four score app, which holds all of my scores, um, that is only available, as far as I know, for Apple products uh, for the iPad. So I had to get the iPad to get that really cool app. So anyway, so um, John, I don't know what you're talking My buddy John Edwards is, uh, has joined us on Facebook Live. He says, I don't care. They fired me. I, I, I hate them. Are we talking about Apple or are you talking about Samsung? You worked for Samsung or Apple and they fired you? That's not good. But anyway, the Galaxy Note, Note 8 is phenomenal. I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, wait, I don't get to video chat? Do, do you want a video chat? Hold on. Bring John on, on camera. Samsung. So you worked for Sam. I don't I've never done this, John. I've ne I've never added someone to, to video chat on my show. Holy shit. Did that actually happen? You're you're on the show. I'm on the show. I guess you're on you're on the Michael Pinjack show. 
I didn't even. I I think I think you are. I don't know if they can hear you because you're. I don't know if my guests can hear you, but you are technically on TMPS seventy four. Go Pitt. That that's right. Jeremy Thompson Edwards. Real news. <laughs> when did you work for Samsung? Two years. So Samsung next. So what does that mean next? I see. So it's 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 not really the phones. You made software for the phones. I understand, which is which is important because without it, I don't think they would function. They they would function very well, but. I, I am now this the Galaxy Note 8 is fantastic. But I, I gotta tell you what what I'm what I really love is this pixel. People seem to like the pixel. The pixel is a cool phone. It is very simple, very easy to use, uh very fast. I just I don't have anything on it though because it's for work. I, I just have like just for my clients to call me. Like the Samsung is I have all my apps on the Samsung and I use the pen. I loved that I could write my my like texts with the little stylus. I'm a huge fan of that. Cause I I have trouble with my thumbs typing. Well, have you ever done like the swipe keypad? I, I haven't done the swipe. I'm more into using the uh um, hey, uh, Monica Harrison. Hey, SSS class of 2003. That is right. Shady Side Academy class of 2003 uh, is representing right now on TMPS 74. We got a lot of activity here on Facebook Live. Uh, uh, jo- joined by my old friend, John Edwards, who uh, now are you still in Manhattan? I'm, I'm still in New York. I'm yeah. Brooklyn. Well. Oh, man. You know, I, I had a client tonight that I've wanted to talk about on the show now. Um, he came in right at, at the end of the night, and um, he, he he when he gave me his driver's license, because when we do a test drive, I just have to... Um, um, uh, I have to just get a copy of the, uh, of the driver's license. And it said New York State. He goes, oh, I, I, we, I lived in New York. And he goes, oh, he, he actually lived near Trump Tower. And he moved back home to Pittsburgh when Trump became president because he could just no longer function because of all the security. It's bad. Yeah. It, and it is what it is. I mean, you can't really help it. But he lived like right... Um, he lived like right where... He looks like Trump Tower was like to the left and something else was to the right. And when went like literally, oh, the Hilton where where he, where Trump gave his acceptance speech, uh, literally, um, he said that night it just became like Fort Knox, like barriers went up, you know, SWAT teams came in, Secret Service, all this stuff, and it just became, uh, uh, yes, Valerie. Um, wait, Valerie, can you not see the other person on the screen? 
Maybe they can't. I have no idea. I'm not very good with uh, technology. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hey, I when I do a show by myself, I'm up for like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just like jump into the show, and that's no problem. Yeah, but this. Um, is it how many people can do it? I don't know. Valerie, I can only add one person at a at a time. Valerie wants to like video chat in, but I can only have one video chatter at a time. Well, so we talked about saying I, I want to talk about James Harrison. Okay, so James Harrison, um, who was once a Pittsburgh Steeler, what is happening with James Harrison now? Which is horrible. That that's like treasonous. Yes, this is this is the yeah, this is the uh, I, I I call this the like the this is the PP dossier. Yeah. Of the National Football League. I don't understand how this was allowed. I don't know either. I'm I'm, I'm really not certain. Like uh, like. Yes. Uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, because he's now in everybody's head. And J- didn't James Harrison have a really good game? He he had like he had two sacks. Two sacks. Which is so he had what? twice as many as he's had with the Steelers so far this this same season. And that's insane. So Bilicek is basically saying. Have you seen him on social media? Who's that? Harrison. James. No. Oh yes, uh, yes, I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. Oh. It's not right. It's not right. But I support the guy because you remember um, it was like the, years ago when we when we won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, he refused to go to the White House. Sure. I think it was like 2009. Okay. He refused to go to the White House saying that President Obama would have invited the Arizona Cardinals if they had won. And everybody was like, yeah. Kind of how it works. They, they invite the team that wins. And he said, well, if you want to meet me, you've got to invite the Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Super Bowl winning Pittsburgh Steelers. And it was this kind of demented logic. Yes. That I actually thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I was. <laughs> like, you think about it, it's like, all right. Okay. Well. Yeah, he would have invited the Cardinals if they had won. Yeah. That's kind of strange. Yeah. He's, um, you know, Belichick's point was 
I'm going to hire this guy to screw with the Steelers and the rest of the National Football League, but I'm also going to show you that he can still play and that the Steelers were wrong for not using him to his fullest potential. But you have to wonder... Yeah. Can you imagine if Harrison in the playoffs sacks Roethlisberger? Because that's a total possibility. Yes, totally. I'm going to try something. Hold on a second. Let's do a little surgery here. Let's get the Samsung out of the Mophie case. I'm going to see if it'll... Uh, you see, it's not going to be mag magnetic. That's the problem. What I also love about the Samsung is it still has, has a headphone jack. Are you there? Hold on a second. Wait one minute. Talk again. John. I am talking again. All right. So I plugged you into my mixer. And I'm wondering if whatever you say is now going to actually go, go into Audacity. Oh. Because, you know, I'm not like a tech guy. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea what will happen, but this is, but this is very cool. Yeah, now you are in. Now you're actually in the show. It's not I'm just in the show. It's not just picking you up through my mic. It's actually you are being fed I'm into the show. the show now. So now I'm officially in the show. See, this is like I. Uh, you know what? Um, I, this reminds me of uh, of of Trump, who would just call into whatever show he wanted to. Exactly. Call into. It's like it's like Before Howard Stern. Back, back, well, yeah. back in, you know. Howard, I don't early, know what you're talking about, okay? He'd just call in. He'd be like, I want to call this show. He'd yeah. Call it. Dude, they'd he, put him and they'd hang on the, yeah. He no, should I mean, still do that. I've called into the show and here I am. Yeah. Like, listen, TMPS is the greatest podcast, okay? I have listened to hundreds of podcasts. This is the number one show, okay? And I wanted to call in. I love the show. He's great. still, he's great, 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 great podcast. Okay. He's, um, do you, do you have the typical like podcast sponsors like stamps.com? And yeah, uh, and I'm still working on that. That's what I should start working on getting, getting sponsors. Casper mattresses. <laughs> Listen, why? Squarespace. 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 <laughs> I prefer Wix. No, no. I actually I use Squarespace for all my websites. But no, um, see, this is I I was I was back in Pittsburgh for for the holiday. Sure. And uh, my little brother asked me to help him move. Uh huh. And I did. And we were driving in the car, and I decided to do the Instagram video video blog. Yeah. Uh, the, the the video the story. That's it. The story. Yeah. Okay. And I do. And and we had the mattress all bent up in the back of the car. Yeah. And uh, and we, I was like, oh, this, you know, this Insta story is brought to you by uh, Casper mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> and people, <laughs> uh, 
and and then we were we were laughing because it's like the same five companies that sponsor. It's like Blue Apron, Blue Apron, uh, Square, um, uh, uh, Stamps.com. Stamps.com has sponsored Mark Marin since like I don't know the beginning. Who uses Stamps.com? Have you ever uh, used it? I, no, no, no. I, I don't. I've never even no. been on the website. I, I don't even know really know what they do. Yeah, I still get my stamps the fashioned way. I just avoid the post office. Do you know where I get my stamps? Like, Costco. Do they sell stamps? Listen, every time you go to Costco, when you get to the checkout counter, but they will ask you before you swipe your your your, your credit card, would you like to buy stamps? Yeah. They sell stamps at Costco. And they don't sell them like in any kind of uh, crazy amount like everything else they sell. It's not like you have to buy a thousand stamps. You know what I mean? Because co Costco, you, get like you just get a regular book of stamps. Huh. And I'm thinking... So stamps are new. You used to get the National Enquirer there when you were at the... At the like the you know at the checkout line yeah 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 stamps now it's stamps yeah would you like to buy stamps and I often say no one time I said yes I said why not I don't use stamps but maybe I will um you know it's really sad yeah, I try to email or pay online for everything yeah. that I can it's all I paying honestly online. going to the post office a horrible endeavor. No, po anytime I had to go to the post office in New York, I literally, it was it was like a day event. <laughs> I do have a P.O. box, though. Oh, yeah? P.O. box. Yeah. I do, yeah. Oh, is that like it's to very, get like packages and things? I, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Um, I, I'm package delivered to the P.O. box, but I was I was moving. And I didn't know where I was going to move yet. So I signed up for a P.O. box to like have mail forwarded. Sure. And then I found a place. And so I just, I kind of kept the P.O. box. Yeah. I don't know why I did. I think I should it have was a. kind of like a. I should have a P.O. box for the show. So. You should get a P.O. box for the show. So, so fans can mail me things. I have to get fan totally. mail somewhere. I don't want them to know my real address. Do you send stuff out? I mean, do you have merch? Like, what can, I, can we get t-shirts? Yeah, I, basically, it's um, it's it's. I don't have like boxes of it. It's just if you want it, I'll order it for you. Like, I have hats, but I I only ordered a few. I didn't want to order like fifty hats. You know what I mean? So if you want, probably smart. Yeah, if you want a TMPS hat, I can get you one. But it's it's um it's uh by or it's like a by order basis. That's how I kind of did it. Well, then, then let me put it: if if somebody else wants, if some other people want one, add one in, and I would I would wear one. But I don't want to make you get do go you know get a special. Yeah, no, order. I would totally get you a hat. I don't care. I I I, I want I, if I could wear my my TMPS hat to work, I would. So people are like, <laughs> "What's that?" I'm like, "It's my show." <laughs> it's my show. my show. It's my show. That's Are right. you gonna? Are you gonna? You have to buy a car, and then you can listen to my show. Or if you the value add. Yeah, if you listen to my add. show, 
maybe we can talk about a better price. That's how you sell them the Sirius XM. <laughs> Say you're on Sirius XM, I, and then that's why they should upgrade. I the, should. Like, listen, oh, yeah. you get this, you get Sirius XM, which I'm on. I wish I was on Sirius. That'd be <laughs> fucking great. Well, so, someone was telling me the other day that having a podcast is now like having like like real estate. It's it because po- podcasting is like the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so uh, Cam, wait. hold on, Cam just Cam just left Applebee's. I should have cake right over. LOL. Yeah, Cam, come on, come over. I don't care. Just tell me when you're here. I'll open my uh, garage door. But anyway, basically, she was saying like. In, in the world of, like, the future of, like, media, right? And podcasting is the next big thing. And to already have a presence in it before it booms, it w- would be like owning real estate before it, it, like, booms. It, like, spikes. And now here's the deal. Should I have a podcast? Yeah, that's what I mean. I actually have a friend who was on the show and now does his own show because he liked it so so much. I mean, it's like if you have something to say. I mean, my show is very much talk show. It's like Howard Stern. We don't, it's not like, you know, you could have, when you worked for Samsung, you could have like a tech podcast where you talk about technology and what you're working on and software and all of that stuff. Um, But for me, I don't really have anything to say except for what's going on in my life. And I don't want to have an opera podcast because I think that's boring. So, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like Seinfeld. It's like what you're doing. It's this is this is a show. Yeah, this is a show about the show. This is the this is this this is the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's a show about nothing. I have a podcast about nothing. Yeah, I have hours and hours and hours <laughs> of podcasts that are just literally about nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just us hanging out. <laughs> it's a podcast about nothing. It's it's a pod. It's about nothing. It's about nothing, Jimmy. <laughs> What's the deal with your podcast? I was listening to Jerry uh, Jerry Seinfeld being interviewed by Howard Stern. Very good. Very good. Okay, Camden is asking who I am. Yeah, Cam. Cam Cam is um, um, often he, I work with Cam at the dealership. He is a new friend of okay. mine. Um, he is often on the show. And Cam, this is John. He is a friend of mine from high school. We go way way back, way back. So, and he lives in New York, and I lived in New York. We used to live near e- each other. But this 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 client of mine. We were talking about New York, and he has been a supernumerary in operas, and a supernumerary is someone who doesn't sing. It's like an extra. Um, they just are somebody on st- stage, and he's been a jazz musician and all all kind of stuff. Um, um, listen, if, do, do you watch? Do you watch Rick and Morty, John? I do. Cam, ju- Cam, and I just finished all of Rick and Morty. And basically, Pickle Rick is like my favorite thing in the world. Pickle Rick! Yeah, I'm Pickle Rick! 
I mean, it's just it's like unbelievable. Tiny Rick. Yeah. Tiny Rick was great. Tiny Rick. I I liked the the real quick when in the one where he was toxic Rick, where when they fused back together, he said, "I'm regular Rick," and I was like, you know, it's kind of like a little, just a little interesting little tidbit there that he's regular Rick. But Pickle Rick, we actually just watched Pickle Rick. We were having lunch at work, and he had it on his phone. We were watching Pickle Rick, but Rick and Morty is a phenomenal show. I can't wait for the next season. Um, everyone should watch it who hasn't watched it. Um, I don't know if it's for everybody though. But what I like about you know, it took I had to I had to watch the first episode and the second episode to really get into it. Yeah, like it didn't. It wasn't like first one, and I was totally sold. Yeah, but after after two, I was I was very much into it. Yeah, but what I like about it is it's an adult cartoon. Um, mm -hmm. Alice, the Simpsons, Alla, um, uh, Family Guy, but it actually has like a story. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's it, it's kind of like uh, like like Doctor Who and South Park had a child. Exactly. That is such. That is such. That is so good. That is yeah. so good. Doctor Who and South Park had a child. That is un that is and, unbelievable. And it's and it and it does like it it touches on a lot of really interesting like scientific concepts. Yes. So like the whole like multiple dimensions. Yes. The uh, the the, the infinite infinite timelines. Yes. And the what is it the the area the like the citadel the or citadel all the Ricks, where all the Ricks where all go the Ricks and Morty's live. Yeah. <laughs> and they all like work and live there and they, and there's like there's the whole like <laughs> ghetto of Morty's without Ricks. And they're like doing drugs and stuff cuz they don't have Ricks anymore and so they have like no like meaning. <laughs> it's very bizarre. And, well, but then and then there's the there's the spot where where they can leave a Jerry for for like an indeterminate yes, time. it's like a There's Jerry like Jerry day. It's a Jerry day. And, <laughs> and all those big Jerry. And, and, but my, really <laughs> but my favorite part about the show is that when like they go on these adventures, especially ones that include other family other family members besides Morty, that they just accept all of this. Like they're not freaked out by it at all. They they're completely cool with just jumping dimensions and like being left in a in a Jerry daycare. Like they have no like that would freak me out. They just like they just trust that Rick will just get them home. It, it's, well, he does. I mean, he he does. He does, but it's it's like it's like kind of crazy. Like the show is is literally insane. Uh, it, but pickle Rick though, that's the best episode. Pick, it's in, insane. I mean, the, like the, the building the body out of yeah. the roaches and the rats. Yeah. That's, that's really like, and like, and like the and Jaguar, cool. um, just, yeah, well, see cam loves evil Morty. Cam's talking about evil Morty and now he's like the president and all that. He's all about that the stuff. One, the, you know what I mean? He's gonna take over all the Ricks. 
Well, hey. and there's a there's a there, they've hinted at there's there's a Morty which that that isn't totally a Morty. It's kind of like it had like a it's thing like it's like a robot. Outside. Yeah, it's a robot yeah. Morty. And then um, uh, what was I just gonna say? Um, Cam- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Rick C one thirty seven. Rick doesn't doesn't seem to. I don't. I don't. I don't think he'll put up with that. No. No. Cam was talking about he's he's all about is um what's his name. Um, Cam, what if she's a clone? What's the mother's name? Beth. Beth. If if Beth is a clone, because remember she's like, can you make me a clone so I can go off and like have fun, but then make me like a clone that can just like be at home and take care of the kids? He definitely thinks Beth's a clone. I don't know. I think it's a little is it is a little too obvious like to actually have her be a clone. I mean, I guess having her have having two of her would be interesting for the next season. I don't really I mean, know. Clones not not from a different timeline because because aren't Rick and Morty are from a timeline like C137s are from a timeline that isn't their original time exactly they've gone they found a new timeline where they were both killed yes and so which they're, is they're living in a different timeline yes which is interesting because you watch the show that happens and then you kind of get into the show but then you realize wait a minute this isn't their original timeline this isn't their original reality this is another and reality have they, have they done that twice uh, yes. That remember what? Hey, Cam. What what do they call the um when when they turn they turn the whole uh Earth into those weird ugly creatures? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. There could literally be an entire oh. podcast just on Rick and Morty. Well, Cam, why don't we have a Rick and Morty podcast then? I can have two podcasts. There are no rules in podcasting. There are no rules. The only rule. There are no rules. There, there's one rule. I can't. We don't talk about podcasting. And we, yeah, we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play real music. That's the only rule. I can't play like uh, Miley Cyrus. I don't have the rights to it. Because I technically record this and then publish it. I can only use royalty-free music. That's the only rule. But I, but I can swear. I can talk about whatever I want. Uh, hey, happy birthday. Happy! I can't even sing that. You can't sing happy birthday. No, happy birthday has, has been claimed. It's not royalty-free. That's why when you go what to like... About- when you go to like Red Robin, they sing like, happy, happy birthday. Bop, 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 they sing like a different happy birthday song because they don't have the rights to sing the real one. Wait, is there no like open source uh, birthday song? I have no idea. Regardless, it isn't. Think that- it isn't the original, the birthday song. Episode one. Wait, season one, episode five. What is that? Cam. Oh, he's probably What's talking the about recording? the one where where they become like monsters. Oh, they yeah Chronic they they turn them into uh, yeah Cronenbergs. God, what a show. Shut the fuck up, Morty. We're in a different timeline now, Morty. 
I've been working on my my impersonations. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, I've been I've been doing it. I've been doing it too. Yeah, I'm Pickle Rick. Episode six. <laughs> Episode six. I have a I, yeah the Cronenberg. Yeah, everybody in the, the yeah. yeah. It one got worse and worse and worse. One of my one of my coworkers is uh, super into Rick and Morty, and his ringtone is uh, whatever whatever it is the you know rub it up a dub dub or you know you know rub it up a dub dub yeah and so like we'll be in like our morning sales meeting, and it's all like serious, like we're he's like listen we need to follow up more like. This isn't right. Like we're a Lexus dealership, and all of a sudden you you'll hear dub dub dub, dub. and it just and they're just like get the fuck out of the meeting. <laughs> yeah, Cam was Cam was Black Rick. <laughs> I, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, I, I don't know. Can you say that on the podcast? Hey, and hey, you I can say whatever to, you want. And then I went to then I went to Cam's page. It's okay. Yeah, you it's literally okay. can okay. do whatever you want to do. I, I don't have uh I don't know what is going on with this. I'm so I'm not like the the greatest at technology. I so What's Cam so request to be in your podcast or, or or in your broadcast. Allow viewers to send you a request to join your broadcast. I'm approving That's what it. I did. Oh, okay. That's oh, what you know what it is, Cam? I approved it, but John's already in it, so I'm assuming I can't have more than one person video chat. I'm Tiny Rick. So, but this guy who loves Rick and Morty, he's good at doing the Morty voice. And we and our desks are near each other. So I'll sit there and I'm like, I got to fucking call these people, Morty. They don't even want to buy cars for me, Morty. He's like, oh, I don't know, Rick. I think I have to make phone calls to Rick. Damn, there's no three-way. No, there ain't no three-way cam. This isn't a strip club. <laughs> Clutch the pearl. Oh my jeez. Oh my. Clutch the pearl. No, but this 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 client at at the end of the night he was talking about New York and all this and he was uh he was kind of making me miss the city a bit. You know. I love being home though, man. I love being home. Like it, it's it it's really great being back in Pittsburgh and being close to family and such. Uh, but sometimes it's I, there are things that I wish I could just do, like leave my apartment and directly be at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not talking... My, my brother... My brother has a, had a Chipotle behind his apartment in Pittsburgh. I, I lived in this apartment in Oakland for about a year. Yeah, and there's there's both a a, a Qdo. A, I've never known how to say that. Qdoba, Qdoba. It, it's a Qdoba. There, yeah. There's a Qdoba. Qdoba with yeah. a Chipotle behind it. That doesn't make any sense. It's like that. That's like the center of the look. universe. And and in front of it is a Penn sub, um, the Penn Station subs. Yeah. So you got a Penn Station subs, a Qdoba, Qdoba, and then you've got the the Chipotle. It's right across the street from from the Pep Boys on Center Avenue. So this is where I need to move. That's what you're saying. This is where yeah, to Oakland. Yeah. This is yeah, where I exactly. should be living. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're saying. And they have the they have the Chipotle Tabasco subs. 
this is a revelation because they didn't have this when when we were growing up. <laughs> like you just had. How did we live? That's all you had. How did how and did then, we live? And then I think when I was in, when we were in college, I started to see the green Tabasco. Uh-huh. That was the new thing. Yes. Now they have the Chipotle Tabasco. Oh my god! It it's, it's never going to end. It, you need hands. You need hand signals for it. Terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Listen, Chipotle Cadoba. Yeah. These are the greatest. Great okay. Tabasco. Great Tabasco. Huge. All right. Huge. Spicy. I have spicy. literally had hundreds of Tabasco sauces. This is the number one. Okay. It is the it's yeah. spicy like Sean Spicer. Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna send Very Kim Jong Un. Great ratings. The uh, ratings. You even listen, the ratings. I'm gonna send Very Kim Jong Un a bottle of Chipotle Tabasco, <laughs> and it's gonna be done. All right, no bombs, just Tabasco sauce. Okay. <laughs> he brags about his about his Chipotle about his Tabasco. Yeah. Believe me, yeah. my bottle. It's big. Me. It's bigger. It's much bigger. He literally said, he literally tweeted that his button, Trump literally tweeted that his physical button to launch the nukes is bigger than the Kim Jong-un's. That's all you need to know about Donald Trump. (laughs) He's tweeting about his button. (laughs) Because you want to know something, there probably isn't even a button, right? It's probably some more, much more elaborate thing. What's up? They, they they think of alternate timelines and space adventures yeah. and it's like some crazy shit going on in the real world too. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Well, listen, we've been going on now for about an hour and ten minutes. I think that's right. uh that sounds like a good show to me. So I want to thank everyone on Facebook Live for uh tuning in and watching. Thank you so much to my good friend John Edwards for joining us uh via Facebook Live uh, video chat, and I was able to actually sync him into the audio version of the show. Sorry if you couldn't hear him in the beginning of the show. Um, I didn't quite realize it wasn't actually going into the uh, audio file. Thank you so much for everyone who was watching on Facebook Live, Valerie, uh, Julie, uh, Cam, Monica, just to name a few. And again, thank you, John. I'll be saying goodbye now to Facebook Live. And we will see you all next time. Michael, thank you for letting me join. I hey, appreciate it. not a problem. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. And we will see you next week on The Michael Papinchak Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.